Hello, everyone, and welcome to this Start Somewhere podcast hosted by me, Sarah Vaughan. And oh my God, do I have a treat in store for you this week. I am just, just so... I, I mean, I, I, she's, she's finally, like, like available to speak to me. And, and she is the amazing Inga Toron, who is the founder and creative director of FaceGym and a very, very dear and special friend. So I'm delighted to have her. Welcome, Inga. How are you, honey? Oh, hi. It's so nice to see you. You look a vision at the moment in your beautiful red cardigan. Oh, bless you. Well, well I mean, I, 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 you know, courtesy of Face Gym, I have to say, unashamedly, pro, you know, promoting what, what, what you do. But um, as you know, I always start this podcast by asking, like, where did you, you know, where and how did you start somewhere? I mean, like, where did you grow up? What were your early passions in life? You know, so I often think that they can not necessarily completely direct where we end up in life, but they often inform like who we become. Absolutely. I mean, I think that you would have never, ever imagined that this little girl who was a very, very average kind of, you know, C student. There was nothing nothing special about me. I wasn't very smart. I wasn't very pretty. I wasn't very, I wasn't very anything, but I was always very curious and I was always very, very friendly. Um, and I always had a smile on my face and I loved sort of making, making friends. Um, but if you sort of fast track I think, you know, you never think to yourself, oh, my goodness, I'm going to become a spa writer. That just doesn't exist in life <laughs> and spend your life having forehand massages. Age, age seven, you, you, you didn't think that one up. And, and, and I'm so surprised when you say that because, I mean, you, you like, you know, I mean, thank you for giving the rest of us inspiration. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was very normal when I was young because I, I mean, it was just like – you know, you, 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 you know, you are so exceptional in so many ways. So, so yes. So age seven, you didn't decide that you were going to become a, like, <laughs> how to spend I don't, it. I right think lots of, people have, <laughs> lots of people have been right. So especially when I, and I'll, there was a lot that happened before I became the spa junkie for the FT, but I used to go to these um, talks and people were like, how do you become the spa junkie for the FT? And I'm like, there is no career path to becoming a spa writer where you can travel the world for free to amazing places and be massaged like a Kobe beef. So I think that's sort of my whole life. There's never been a career path. I think initially, as I said, I, I come from a, from a relatively low key family um, in, in, in South Africa. We traveled a lot. My mom was quite bohemian and I had, I sort of, I knew I wanted to travel. I, I knew I was South African, but I never felt at home in Africa. And so subsequently, I recently did some epigenetic testing, which we can talk about. Um, but I discovered that I was 95% European. So I wonder, you know, now looking back, if that was the draw. But as soon as I could at 17, I literally got on a plane um, with my terrible grades, 100 pounds and a dream. And I arrived in London where a friend of mine um, who was 18 had started in Richmond at this place called the Poor Boys Diner. And boy, was I excited. I was going to spend the next year in a top floor flat with six other girls sleeping on mattresses, cleaning, <laughs> cleaning toilets, cleaning the gum off the bottom of, 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 of tables, 
but I was happy and free. And um, I think I think at the time, you know, it was just so amazing to be you know, liberated. South Africa was going through a, a great deal um, and I'd never really agreed with a lot of my upbringing. And, and um, so sort of for me to be in the UK where everyone had a voice was a real liberation. And so I was always very curious, as I said, and I think I had a lot of ideas. I wanted to be um, on radio uh, was one of the first things. I thought I'm going to come to London. I'm going to go and be on radio. And I was, I was like, but, you know, I also want to be a broadcast journalist. I want to go front line. I want to go to Sarajevo and I want to like be there and document these incredible um, experiences and, and, and life changing battles. But then I also was really into film. So I wanted to be a TV presenter. I loved storytelling. And I then decided, you know what? Everyone tells you at that time, you have to find one thing. Don't change too often. Stick to it. Go to university. Learn one thing. And I decided to buck that completely. And I thought, I'm going to go and do it all. But I'm going to give myself some parameters. You only have six years. And if within six years you cannot become a leader in that specific thing or you haven't conquered it, you have to move on. And wow, so that's that, amazing. And with that in mind, I just said, I will reinvent myself. And I stuck to it every six years. So I did. I came to the UK. I studied um, broadcast journalism until I met Chris Evans. So then I ended up on radio with Chris Evans on Virgin Radio and uh, that was wonderful. I then ended up moving to Norwich, where I did become a TV presenter for Channel 4, um, called That Film Show. Um, I did then go on to do marketing, and I had a, um, a PR branding business, which I sold after six years. And again, we represented some of the most incredible brands. And again, people will say, well, how did you study for that? I never studied for anything. I am as street trained as they come. I've got no extra certification apart from my basic A-level. Um, I just took a chance. I had a gut, used my nose, and I worked harder than I think any one of my peers. I've never met someone who is so determined and so hardworking, but for me, it's paid off every time. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I have to echo that. You know, I mean, you, you, you are a you have extraordinary grit and determination, you know, knowing you very well and you're pretty unstoppable. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like nothing gets in, the, in your way, but you do with a great amount of charm, you know, like, and, and a great, and you take people with you, which I think is so wonderful. And, um, but it is quite exceptional. Do you know what I mean? Like, 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 <laughs> like, you know, to have followed you on your journey and like, what's she doing now? Wow. <laughs> you know, I've just never let fear there's like fear is just doesn't come into my equation and no is just not a word that I've ever I've ever abided by and I never take no um I think it was maybe like being a waitress also when I was growing up you know the customer's always right and no doesn't exist and I've taken that motto with me when someone says no we can't do that I'm like they're putting people on the moon you can find a solution to get me that packaging make it happen <laughs> Um, and make it so, sustainable <laughs> and make it sustainable and make it efficacious and you know make it look beautiful so I think again if I sort of look back for anyone who's ever like nervous especially young female entrepreneurs I always say don't let anything hold you back your only thing that's holding you back is your fear so once you've set that apart you today given the way that the world is democratized you can just 
you can be anybody because the the greatest of them out there are not from the from the Harvards of this world. In fact, quite the contrary. So I, no I, I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, like the like you know, I mean, you know, everyone's you know urged to to go for a university education and saddle themselves with shitloads of debt. And I, I, you know, and so many of the kind of you know successful entrepreneurs and 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 you know even sustainability experts and gurus are. Are, are kind of self-taught, you know, and, and and I love that with a great deal of common sense and intelligence and, and enthusiasm. So, so yeah. So, like, you know, your current purpose, because I mean, you've ha- you've had like already like so many, if you like, different <laughs> kind of genres to your life. So, so tell us about how how you know how do you find your purpose when it came to face gym because i know that's rooted in kind of spa junkie and and you do all of these treatments as well absolutely so i again i think one of my every single chapter and every single job is just preparing you for the next one and every door that closes is just sending you in the right direction to find your real purpose and so little did i know when i invented the hollywood domino and i was living in los angeles and I literally had made more money than I'd ever imagined in a period of nine months. And then for that to fail so spectacularly, so publicly, um, and when I say fail, it was just the biggest crisis happened. The pricing was wrong. We were in all these Walmart stores and success by Hasbro standards. Um, you know, it's just very, very different to kind of, you know, you have to launch with hundreds of thousands of sales, et cetera. But little did I know that creating board games was not my future and that all that de- depression, anxiety and stress would mm-hmm. lead me to a one way ticket to India to a just start dealing with my sleeping problems, which had now sort of crept up dealing with middle American kind of businessmen that I'd not again, as we just said, not been trained to do. Um, and so it was during that sort of first moment, um, I'd always loved spa only because I work so hard and live at such a pace with my pedal always on the metal. <laughs> um, and um, so, you know, one way ticket was again, another guiding principle. I was like, I needed to become well, I had burnt myself into the ground over all these years and it was time for me. And again, I set myself some parameters. I would not go home until I was healed. It was one-way ticket strategy. So one-way ticket first to India, where I did Vipassana, just to sort of get over all of that anxiety, and then meditation to learn to sleep. So as a highly creative person, um, my problem, I can't even read a book at night because I'm excited by storytelling and words make me excited. And so if I read a book, I could end up with a hundred post-it notes. I look like a demented person. So I've actually got to meditate and breathe. And I found, which is one of the greatest gifts that uh, someone ever gave me, an off switch where I now have the capacity to find that off switch at night. And I can literally, I see myself click it through a mantra and then I can sleep. So that was really the beginning. And then I was on a roll. I could see the power and the change that meditation had done to calm my mind, to drown out the white noise. I then, um, again, decided to, to, to adhere to another guiding principle, which was let the universe guide me. 
Um, and so I would go into every meeting, whether it be a lunch or a dinner or a tea, and I would listen intently because I'm here for a reason and I'm sat next to this person and everyone could have a message for you. And I, I still believe that today, no matter it's a dinner party you didn't want to go to, it's that meeting you wish wasn't in your calendar. But if you just listen intently um, to what people have to say and you speak a bit less, you'll find that everyone has something for your journey. And literally the person that sat next to me told me about incredible um, uh, healing that was happening in Uluru in Australia. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well, that's it. And so a one-way ticket off to Uluru. Um, I would then made my way over to Sydney when Gillian De Bono from the FT had a spend it had called. And she said, um, listen, what are you doing? And that's how Spa Junkie came to be. And I started writing um, my column for the FT, how to spend it. And again, you know, like with all great things for the first few years, it was wonderful. It was grounded in holistic healing, which I'd become so fascinated with. Yeah. But then in due course, as with all industry, it's always about innovation and technology. Mm -hmm. And even with my column was then pushed into this, what's new, what's new, what's new. And that's when I started getting myself into more advanced procedures, vaser, laser, lipo, you know, where I literally sucked my couple of tires from around my waist out into huge mm -hmm. Coke bottles full of fat. Um, I did Botox and fillers and threads. And it wasn't that maybe there was anything wrong with it. It's just the frequency of my column and the fact that no doctor ever agreed and there was no consistency in care. Mm -hmm. um, and so from pillar to post, I started doing all of these treatments like a human petri dish to make sure that my copy was really exciting. And I truly was trying these things for my community. Yes. Um, and gradually my face just started changing and I started aging and I realized this isn't a joke. This isn't just like going mm -hmm. for fitness class. You're actually injecting all this foreign body into my face. And then literally as when I say my face collapsed, it really did. I, I had a brow collapse. I had threads put into superficially. Um, so it looked like I had these giant varicose veins down my face. Um, mm -hmm. When I say I I was embarrassed to get milk in the morning, like I wanted to uh, get a Yeah, shower. I remember. I mean, you, you literally were, went into hiding, didn't you? Pretty I much. had to go into hiding. I was desperate. I was really desperate. I was totally single. But I think deep underneath, and it was not until recently that I could actually deal with it, I think I had genuinely become addicted myself. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, I blamed it on my copy, but if I'm truthful to myself, I would look in the mirror going, oh my God, there's a wrinkle, rush down to so-and-so. But what I didn't realize is I, where I would inject one area, I was just chasing those wrinkles around my face. And then ultimately mm -hmm. I ended up looking like a, a balloon, um, a big heart-shaped pincushion. Oh and so again, I think um, a series of, of mishaps like always happens, um, I, I, I reached rock bottom and then decided to obviously go to um, Mexico where I worked with an incredible shaman um, and, and a guy called Bobby Klein who really had to help heal me. And he's like, we've got to go back to starting with your mind. Because as women, again, I just think uh, one of my biggest 
not yeah, challenges, I suppose, with the beauty industry is just it's meant to be building your confidence, but it breaks your confidence. Right. And so with every doctor I saw, every facialist I saw, she didn't tell me how amazing I actually looked, how great my basics were, but just all the terrible things that I had going on. And then all these thousands and thousands of pounds worth of treatments or products that could make me better. And for someone, you know, with you know, I come across very confident, but we all have lack of self-esteem sometimes. And when you see that many doctors, it does influence you. So I think that's basically when, you know, I was in Mexico and I realized there must be other women like me um, who are also sitting at home who wanted, who were preyed upon, especially in their midlife, by a very unregulated beauty industry Mm -hmm. um, who does take advantage of us in our middle life when perhaps things haven't worked out the way we wanted to. Perhaps we're single, perhaps we're divorced, perhaps we've had a life tragedy. And that's when a a lot of the, you know, I wouldn't say the whole industry is charlatan, but there's a lot of it that is quite dark and unregulated. And that's what Mm -hmm. I wanted Facium to come through as something that could break through and be much more of a force for good to make us feel more uh, confident in the aging journey. Which is amazing. And and I seem to remember you pretty much swore off any further treatments, didn't you? Yes. And I'm I'm absolutely not saying that that's not where I want to go, but it's just like the analogy for me is when you, when it's summer and you know, you've got to be in a bikini, do you go for a tummy tuck Or do you just cut down on some of the wine and go and like do a couple of extra classes? Like there is a time and a place and no one's saying there isn't time for a tummy tuck. But certainly I think, you know, until you get into your sort of late 40s, early 50s, there is so much else you can do. And, and, you know, for some people who who love um, injecting, that's fine too. We have 50% of our customer that do both. Um, So, you know, we've just, we just wanted to, I just wanted to create a safe environment where you are not, uh, you don't, aging is celebrated, the best version of you in 20, 30, 40, 50 and beyond. Um, So we don't, you know, vilify that whole idea of aging, like anti-aging. Age beautifully. I couldn't agree more. And so there you are in Mexico with your shaman. How did you come up with face chips? Uh, so we did, yeah, we did. I, he was, ma- they were massaging my face. Cause again, this was years of abuse. Um, and so they were massaging my face every day, um, a couple of hours in the morning, a couple of hours in the evening to get all of the stuff out. Um, I know today you can actually inject the Botox out, but this is, you know, many years ago, seven years ago now. And I never wanted to go back. I don't want to go have needles in my face to treat the injectables that I did. So um, that's what I worked with these incredible Inca healers. And then I worked with Bobby Klein, who was amazing. Um, and then um, it was also during um, some ceremonies, ayahuasca ceremonies, mm-hmm. that I actually, it came to me in a vision. It was so clear that I saw the logo. And I remember the shaman said to me, I was like, give me a piece of pen and paper. Give me a piece of pen and paper. I've got so many ideas. You don't understand. It felt like my heart was bursting and my brain like exploded. And they were like, no, you can't write anything down. Um, and for those of you who don't know about ayahuasca, it's not drugs. It's just a spiritual plant, which is used to help you when you're stuck in life. And really at the time I was very much stuck. Um, and so what this allowed me to do is sort of, 
um, it was like GPRS of my life. It allowed me to leave myself and see where I was making mistakes. And it helped me shake up because uh, I was going round and round in circles emotionally, um, uh, uh, career-wise, um, personally, couldn't keep a relationship. It was just all mad. And then so bizarrely, after that experience, everything just got set into place. And they explained to me after you do an experience like that, that you become very sticky. So everything that's for you just sticks to you. And I I have to tell you, four months later, my life changed exactly as they said it would. Um, Face Gym, they launched six months after that. Um, Amazing. I, I was pregnant a month after that. So I've never looked back, really. No, I, I, I mean, and, and you just summed it up. I mean, it face gym happened so quickly. And there you were like, but, you know, birthing one baby and carrying the other. And I just extraordinary. Like, how you managed to have kids? It was nothing. I was the, the most single, again, never like one never to exceed at family life. I think my friends had given up on me. My mom certainly had given up on me. And then not one baby, but three you know, to birth something like Facium in such a short space of time and then to basically have the two kids. It it was amazing, but also I I look back now and I just don't know how. I don't know how. I I, I, I mean, I was was watching this at quite close quarters and I was like, my God, I mean, like, like, I mean, you know, you, 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 you are, I I, I mean, indefatigable, I would say. (laughs) It's probably the word, I mean, it's just, just extraordinary. And tell, you know, for those who, who, who don't know about Face Gym, tell us about what Face Gym is. I mean, some of it's in the name, but tell us about, about what you do and, and, and kind of how you're living this, this amazing kind of vision you had. So again, it just goes back to that. I was looking 40 down the barrel, um, you know, I was kind of 38, turning 39. And I, quite selfishly wanted my own aging solution. And so I knew I didn't want to go back to injectables, but I knew, and I knew that this massage that I just discovered works, but it's not enough. I was like, let's also be honest with ourselves. We need more. So I did a a proper due diligence and I looked back at the, you know, quasi six, seven years of spa junkie. What were the best treatments? What was the best technology that made me feel amazing that was affordable, no downtime. So I I took all of that technology. I took all of this great face massage and muscle manipulation, which I'd now learned. And I stuck it together in a concept, which is, you know, again, trying to just educate the consumer about these forgotten 40 muscles in the face. Because I, at the time, I'd never, I I couldn't even name one. And most people today don't even know one. I don't know. Do you, what do you know some muscles in your well, face? Well, 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 I do, but, but, but that's also part of it because <laughs> you know, I've had some help from, 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 from your team. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. exactly. And, and, and I kind of know where they all are now, you know, but, but I mean, before, I mean, I mean, I, I, I would do a lot of like, you know, exercise and yoga and stuff like that. But I mean, for my face, like nothing, you know, and, and I think we were all in the same camp really. Uh, it was sort of this such a it was an aha moment for me realizing when I peeled back the skin that actually great skin comes from within and that's not taking ingestibles that's actually manipulating these muscles so once I I realized that you could create a gym for your face and that your 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 um, youthful complexion would look phenomenal by toning and tightening and lifting it was sort of you know it was it was a 
kind of a straight up. It wasn't an uphill battle. It was like an easy flow when things are meant to be. It just happened. I got a call from from um, Jane Demure on at Salford just saying, I heard you have a face gym. I mean, meanwhile, it was just an idea. I told a friend <laughs> on New Year's Eve. I had no face gym. I had nothing. But I was like, I have an idea. I have a name. I know it's about massage and technology. I have a retailer, but I was like, damn, I don't have any money now. I've given up my flat in London because I was like so happy living in Tulum. I'd left the foothills and I was now drinking margaritas in Tulum. How the hell was I going to get back into London and now, you know, launch this project, but but we did. And so we launched at Selfridges. It was very, very successful. There were queues around the block. And, and what was so interesting was there were so many men queuing around the block. Yeah. And, and there are a lot of men, men, men clients always. I mean, it's, it, but, it, but it would make sense, you know, it, it totally makes sense because I think that, that, you know, like when you explain it as well as you do about like, you know, if you don't look after your muscles, I mean, like, like everything, your whole skin health is supported by your muscular structure as it is with your body. And if you do anything, then it's kind of like, like all going to go south. And, and this, and guys, you know, understand that, you know, it's, it's very accessible language and, and, it, and it's also like a great as a treatment. If you give a man permission, he's going to sit down. And if you don't call it a facial, but you call it a workout, he's like, yeah. I get that. But, and again, you know, if you think to your point, the, the skin and, and the muscles are so inextricably linked that you have to, when you stimulate the muscles, you stimulate the skin, you stimulate the collagen, the fibroblasts, and you get all of that blood circulation and the Oh, that we call it the skin metabolism. Um, and when you have a fast skin metabolism, that means the, the pace, the speed at which you're repairing, rejuvenating, um, creating collagen, hyaluronic acid. If that is not slow and sluggish, but instead it's fast and furious, you're just going to look so much healthier, man or women. Um, and I think that's what's the beauty about face gym is that it stimulates all of and tones and tightens that that muscle to avoid that droopy, tired looking face. But then it also has so much skin benefit as well. In addition to stress relief um, and pain, jaw pain, which we're all experiencing. It's true. And, and, and also headaches. I mean, I, 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 you know, which, 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 you know, like it, yeah, because so many of us, I think, are sitting in front of screens and kind of like, you know, like I, I, I know I can end up squinting to, <laughs> to look at things, and, and and it really helps me with that because I get a headache when I do that. I'm surprising. <laughs> and, and I mean, so I mean, and it's just taken off from that, and I can't believe it's only been seven years because in, in a way it seems like a lifetime. But but like, I mean, how many face gyms are there? I mean, I keep hearing about new ones as well. There's so there's 12 face gyms um, and and we're expanding. Um, so we've, uh, you know, created a skincare line, uh, which has been you know keeping us very, very busy. Uh, so during lockdown, we, uh, you know, I thought we were we were done for really. I thought like, that, that, you know, there's all my time, my energy. It was on six years. I was like, oh, well, this is God's way of telling me this is over. <laughs> but um, and then, you know, I've that was amazing because, I mean, you were doing like Instagram live like workouts. I mean, it was just fantastic. And, and that pivot you know, was brilliant. You know, and, 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 you know, I mean, like 
you know, Face Gym Pro is just like such a brilliant, brilliant thing. You know, to add, tell us, tell everybody about the Face Gym Pro because that's that's just such a cool piece of equipment. So yeah, so I mean, basically, what we what we realized during COVID is that we needed to empower our community. We also didn't realize how how big our community was. So we were like, we need to empower those who cannot afford a Facial Pro um, to use their hands and just to show up for themselves. All you all we were saying is, come and hang out with us, connect with us. We're lonely too. We're terrified and frightened. But instead of connecting on, you know, a platform where you can go and drink yourself into a state, at least come for a face workout first. Um, and and so some people were turning up with cooking oil and we were like, that's cool. But next time, can you come with like olive oil? And that was amazing. Thousands and thousands of people every week tuning in to come and do face lifting classes. And then, of course, we were like, guys, we also have these great tools, the Face Gym Pro being our number one bestseller it's an ems device and it is literally like i mean there just is nothing like it ems is an electric muscle stimulator and in 10 minutes you can literally change your face if you do one side of your face versus the other your jaw lifts your cheek lifts your brow can lift about a centimeter and 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 i really mean you know i mean she's not joking either like like if i said if i haven't done mine for a while it's like oh my god <laughs> exactly. It's so, and that's the thing about Facebook. We are always, we, we, I only bring things in that are really efficacious. Um, and so what's exciting for the brand now is that with this incredible at home um, option where those who have been coming to studios regularly now can come home and continue their great work. So, you know, many of our customers come once a month and now they do all of their extra work at home. So every time they step into their bathroom, it's really a time to take your face to the gym because we've put these exercises on pack. So you don't just get a serum, you get a serum and a personal face trainer. Um, You don't just get a cleanser. We're going to teach you how to really wash your face because yes, you've not been washing your face accurately. And yes, you can tone, tighten and lift, your face every time you wash it as well. So that's been so exciting. And it's also opened a lot of doors for us to now expand and throughout the world, uh, going into travel, you'll see more of us on hotel, spa menus, um, and then Australia, Europe, the Middle East, and obviously, you know, going to go conquer those 52 states, 53 states of America, 52 states. Amazing. Amazing. I'm so excited for you. And I've just got a slight eye on the time because I know you and I can kind of talk forever. So, <laughs> so you know, so you know, for all of those people out there who 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 are kind of listening, you know, like this podcast is all about how to start somewhere. How would you encourage you know, someone to start somewhere? You can you can just I won't limit you to one. <laughs> you know, so maybe in life and then and then with their face. <laughs> I think I mean I'm a very big believer in in uh, manifesting. So you just have to be clear, be very, very crystal clear um, on what it is that you want to do. Don't be put off by the fact that you don't have the skill set, you don't have the money. Um, You just have to know that you want it so badly that the passion is there because there are times, and I would say this about face gym very often, there are moments where I feel totally trapped. I am too far from the beginning and I've taken way too much money to get out. And I'm so far from where I need to be that I'm in this 
tunnel and it's so dark. There's no light from the back and there's no light from the front. I'm just, and there's no way of getting out, but it's the, through those dark days, it's the passion that I know I want to change the way the beauty industry works and the passion that I can see the confidence that we're creating one face at a time that keeps me going. So, you know, I, I lecture and mentor lots of young entrepreneurs and they, I always ask them, what's your end objective? And someone said to me the other day, oh, I want to be rich. I want to have a yacht. And I'm like, this is not for you. Because if that's really what it is, that's it's nine out of 10 times, it's not going to get to that. You really need to follow something that you're very, very passionate about. Because when the, the shit hits the fan and the dark days come, it's that passion that will drive you through. And then believe and manifest, close your eyes every day, whether it be through meditation or during your run, and see yourself being successful. See everything you dream of happening, um, even, even the yachts. You can include the yachts and the supermodels. Electric, electric yachts. <laughs> um, but you just really need to be passionate. And then you start, you know, I like working backwards, I sort of go create a critical path backwards. How will I get that? And then I break it down into little bite-sized chunks. And at that point, the best thing to do is not to look at the end game completely, keep that end game in sight. But your everyday role is just how to take the next best step. Make sure the next place you put your foot, like if you're climbing an avalanche, is just you don't want to trip up. So that's it. Just take baby steps um, and keep going. Amazing. And maybe a tip for your face. <laughs> <laughs> a tip for your face, like the, yeah. what to give. For our listeners, you know, what, what, how, how can they start somewhere with their face? How can, how can they find out more about Face Gym's workouts and, 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 and classes? Oh, well, we do facial exercise classes um, every day. We've got uh, five in the UK, five in the US. So you can do have like a full face workout. You can go on our Instagram and see some of our 14-day challenges, real people, real results, you know, five minutes in the morning. Um, everyone's like, oh, I don't have the time. You always have five minutes. And if you don't, you're not making enough. You need to find that five minutes because you deserve it. Um, and so just start with a few moves, like introduce it with your cleanser um, try and, you know, understand which area of your face you'd like to work, whether it be your lower face, middle face, uh, your brow, your forehead, choose an area and start with two or three exercises. And then gradually you'll see, you'll just get into it. And then you can add more and more exercises to your routine. Wow. Amazing advice. And if people want to look up the website and, 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 and Instagram, what, 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 what's the addresses? Facium.com. Fantastic. Amazing. Oh my God. I'm going to have to, to love and leave you. It was so great to talk to you. Thank you so, so, so much for coming on. and, and oh, sharing Thank you. And I'm so happy that you look so well in, in France. And when you next come, we'll go and have a workout together. We will. I, we will. I can't wait. Bless you. Lots of love, Sarah.